Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a body image and food freedom coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, love their bodies, feel confident AF, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to give you a little reminder, a little information. So if you've listened to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about the No Fucks formula, which is a brand new workshop and template bundle that I released, which is about helping you to ditch the judgment so that you can wear what you want and eat what you want and all of that good stuff. Now, this was released as a bit of a VIP launch price that I spoke about on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I just wanted to let you know, it's actually still available. The VIP pricing is gone, but it is still redonkulously cheap for what it is. It is only $47. I will put the link in the show notes. Go and check it out because it is chef's kiss. So helpful for you. I'm getting great feedback on the people who did sign up in the VIP launch round. So yeah, go and grab that one. But now let's get into today's episode. So is this the podcast episode that I had planned to record today? No, but it's a topic that I've been chatting in my DMs and in free game plan sessions about. And I started talking about it on my Instagram stories and I got so many responses. So I decided that it deserves a whole entire podcast episode. And that is the fact that body acceptance is for everyone. Now, You might be thinking, well, duh, Gemma, we know this. You're always on about all people accepting their bodies. But while I do talk about that, and so do many other people in this space, I think that there are also a lot of people who aren't talking about it. And if you haven't come across the right people yet, then you might not actually realize this. When I was going through my own body acceptance journey and overcoming my disordered eating, I had a really warped concept of what the outcome would be if I stopped struggling with food and stopped trying to change my body all the time. At first, I figured that I would just naturally settle into eating only wholesome, unprocessed foods and not really wanting things like chocolate or takeaway ever again. So I'd say things like, you know, I'm just going to be able to eat them in moderation, but secretly deep down. I was convinced that they would lose their appeal because my body just wasn't designed to eat food like that. Now, I don't normally like to talk specific numbers, but I'm going to here just to illustrate my point. So if hearing weights or sizes is triggering for you, skip ahead a little bit. So I thought that my body would naturally settle at a size 10, maybe a size 12 since I'm tall, and that I would effortlessly stay that size. I assumed that my body's natural weight was around 75 kilos, When the smallest I'd ever got to was 70 kilos, I thought like, sure, a few more kilos, totally worth it for a life of freedom and balance and ditching the struggle. Pretty quickly into working on food freedom, I realized that wasn't actually the case. So I still wanted to eat chocolate and pizza, granted, you know, not quite as much as I did before, nowhere near as much as I did before, really, but I still wanted it. 
I put on weight. I definitely wasn't a size 10 and I was creeping past a size 12 to a size 14. I was shook, shocked, appalled, convinced that there was something wrong with me, just like I was the entire time when I was struggling with my body. Why was I surprised that I wasn't the small size that I thought I'd be? Because that's all I was seeing online and in the books I was reading. I had my life changed when I read Intuitive Eating by Elise Resch and Evelyn Trivoli. Their smiling picture from the cover showed me that they were were two straight-sized women. And in case you're not sure what straight size means, it's basically not plus size. So size 16 and under in Australia. I followed the wonderful Lindy Cohen, the nude nutritionist, and I bought her books. Again, beautiful, straight-sized woman. I was hugely influenced by Madeline Giorgetta's shift into the anti-diet world. As you'll already know, if you have listened to my podcast interview with her, which I highly recommend listening to if you haven't already, Maddie is hashtag body goals for so many women who follow her as I was always reading in her comment section. Caroline Duna, the author of The Fuck It Diet, another book that greatly influenced me in a smaller body. Laura Thomas, author of Just Eat It, in a smaller body. Nadia Felsch, a nutritionist that I love to follow on Instagram, also in a straight size body. Karina Irby, an influencer who posts about loving the skin that you're in. There are so many more that I could list here. Now, this is nothing against any of these women. I was and still am a huge fan of all of them. All of them have helped me on my journey. They've taught me things and they're all wonderful people and wonderful influencers in so many people's lives, including my own. But there was just one problem. They gave me the expectation that when I found food and body freedom, I would look a certain way. I would be in a small body. I would fit the beauty standards. And they did this through absolutely no fault of their own. Like this isn't something that they said would happen. And in fact, they mostly talk about, you know, how they wouldn't, this wouldn't necessarily happen. But when all the big names in this food and body freedom and body acceptance world that I was creating for myself all had a certain body type, it convinced me that this was the case for everyone. I was surrounded by women who spoke about how to love and accept your body and how to overcome a negative relationship with food but they could also cover up their flaws by wearing a pair of high-waisted leggings. They could pose strategically in photos to fit the ideal body type. They might've had a big booty with cellulite, but they still had tiny waists and flat tummies and an hourglass body shape. Their raw and real was a few rolls in their tummy when they sat down. None of that was possible for me. I realized that my body doesn't naturally fit the current beauty standards. When I'm fueling myself adequately and not restricting my food, my body is larger than all of these women's. I don't have the flat tummy and big butt body shape that's in fashion right now. Like I'm more the opposite where I've got a flat butt and a big tummy. And I soon discovered that my body doesn't naturally sit at a size 10, a size 12, or even really a size 14. My body has finally reached its set point of around a size 16, occasionally an 18 in some items of clothing. So when I'm looking around at these women in the body acceptance space, I'm thinking, what the fuck is wrong with me? It made me think that body acceptance wasn't for me because I didn't look like that. I thought that to be able to love and accept your body, like all of these women were speaking about, I still needed to fit into a certain body shape or a body size. And sure, like maybe it's not the teeny tiny one that diet culture was always telling me, but there still felt like there was an upper limit. Like you had to be a size 12 or under. And I know that I'm not alone here. Like 
Last night, I did a free mini coaching session with a wonderful woman who brought this up, which is actually what prompted this episode. So she said that everyone she sees online who promotes body acceptance is in a smaller body. So she thought that when she put on some weight, then body acceptance wouldn't be available to her anymore. And she said it was really refreshing to find someone who could show you that you actually can be happier in a larger body and actually can love your body, even if it's bigger than you ever planned on it being. So I spoke about this interaction on my Instagram stories and it hit home for so many of my followers. And I want to read out a part of a DM that I received from one of my followers because I think it just illustrates this point so perfectly. So this is what she sent me. When I changed the tune of my Instagram account and stopped trying to lose weight and started sharing about body acceptance, anti-diet culture, no food rules, etc., I lost a lot of my followers that I had gained and created friendships with throughout workout programs and similar places. I felt upset about it, even more so when I realized that they still follow and interact with other accounts who post and share the same thing that I do. The only difference is that those accounts live in a smaller body than me. In my mind, this cemented for me that people believe it's okay to love yourself and your body and to ditch diet culture only if you're already at an acceptable body size. Freaking this, this, like this is such a good example of how this shows up and how it alienates those who don't naturally fall into a size eight toned body when they've got food and body freedom. And I understand it. I totally get it because it was my thought process too. I think that, I think that it's a path that we all have to go down where you've got like stepping stones of what you can handle. Like if you'd said to me in the beginning, when I was thinking about, you know, working on loving my body and ditching diet culture and all of that good stuff that, Hey Gemma, you're going to put on 35 kilos and have stretch marks and a tummy that can't be sucked in to make you look skinny. I don't think I ever would have believed that I could love and accept a body like that. Like it would have felt too far away from my current beliefs. So I just wouldn't have been able to get on board with it. I wouldn't have had any evidence that it was actually possible because all I was seeing were those like size eight to 10 girlies looking hot and loving their bodies, not people who are size 18, 20, 24 looking hot and loving their bodies. So I feel like we have to go through those like initial stages where we're following the people in bodies that we still desire to have, who are speaking about body acceptance and self-love. Yes, absolutely. They're showing off flaws that like quote unquote flaws like a couple of rolls or maybe a tummy that sticks out a little bit when you don't suck in. And in this stage, like you still want a smaller body and you're probably asking questions like I get all the time, like, can I work on body acceptance and still try to lose weight? But eventually though, once you've started doing all that work on body acceptance, you shift the focus away from weight so much. You're going all in on those body acceptance strategies while, yeah, still in the back of your mind, probably desiring that weight loss or maybe desiring a different body, but you're working on your mindset and you're undoing all that societal conditioning that tells you that larger bodies equals bad. You're surrounding yourself with other influences that prove to you that people in larger bodies can be happy, confident, and love themselves. And you're not just following the size eight babes anymore. You're following the size 24 babes and seeing that size actually has nothing to do with confidence or body acceptance. And then one day, one day you realize that you actually kind of don't care about losing weight so much anymore. You realize that you're actually feeling pretty happy in your current body. You might not love the way that it looks all of the time, but you're feeling pretty accepting and it hits you that you don't actually really need to change it before you can be okay with it. 
So my point is you need to surround yourself with positive influences, people of all shapes and all sizes, if you're going to come to a place of body acceptance, which can feel really hard when it seems like everyone online looks one certain way and it's not the way that your body looks. Another DM I got last night was from someone who said that before she found me, she hadn't seen a single person in this space that was anything close to her size. And she was thinking that it was all a big scam and she was chasing something impossible. So PSA, body acceptance for all bodies is not a scam. (laughs) You can love and accept your body no matter what size you are. That's why I think it's so important to find people that resonate with you when you're on this journey, whether it's to follow on Instagram or to work within a professional capacity to heal your own body image. You need people who understand what you're going through, who have been through it themselves and who you can relate to on that level. So while people can have deep body image struggles at every single shape and size, we know that, we know that's true. I know what it's like to be talking to someone in a smaller body than you and you think, yeah, right, what would you know when they tell you that they understand what you're going through? Like, I can admit that I've had those thoughts in the past, whether it's with friends, with people online and with professionals like my therapist, for example, or trainers, people like that. And I can also acknowledge that there are probably people who listen to me and think, yeah, right. What do you know? Because I'm on the borderline of straight sized and plus sides and I've never had to live in a truly marginalized body. And that's totally fair enough to think that way. Absolutely fair enough. Like that's why it's so important to seek out voices who you can align with and who you can relate to. So I love people like Demi Lynch from the Fat and Eyes podcast, April Helene Horton, or you might know her as the Bodzilla, Aubrey Gordon, who is an author and a host of the Maintenance Phase podcast. I get so passionate about this topic of body acceptance being for everyone, no matter your shape or size, because I know so many people feel excluded from it. So a few months ago when I was doing the intake for the confidence coach, which if you don't know, is my online coaching program to help women develop an unshakably healthy relationship with their body and all foods. So I was chatting to a woman in the DMs about her struggles and how she could relate to a lot of what I speak about. And she told me that she agreed that it was so sad that so many women can't accept themselves as they are. And, you know, that there are plenty of beautiful women who need to do the work to uncover that self-acceptance and to be able to see that about themselves. But then she said that it wasn't relevant for her because she had an apron belly and no amount of self-love would take that away. And this made me with love, with love, really frustrated because I wanted to be like, But that's the entire point. You aren't excluded from loving yourself or from accepting yourself because you have an apron belly. Like you aren't excluded from loving and accepting yourself because you have big thighs or saggy boobs or because you're a size 30 or because you have scars or whatever. Like body acceptance isn't just for people who have the societal ideal body but can't see it. Body acceptance is for everyone. And when we feel this way, like we're excluded from body acceptance because of a certain flaw or something we're insecure about, we just accept it. We think, okay, that's not for me. I can't love and accept myself. I need to change before I can do that. Like we don't even try and change our mindset or to work on that deeper self-love because we think that it's not available to us. And what a waste that is. What a waste. Because it is available to all of us. And we can all start working on body acceptance right now without needing to wait until we look or feel a certain way. So as you can tell, it pisses me off, pisses me off that we're made to feel this way. And it's nothing against those who do, like nothing against this woman feeling this way about her belly. I understand it's society that's done it. 
And that's why we need to make change from a societal level as well as from a personal one. But that's a podcast for another day. I won't go into that right now. And lastly, I've got one more thing to say on this topic of the body acceptance because being for everyone, and then I promise, I promise I'll quit ranting. (laughs) And that's on the idea that body acceptance is great. As long as you're healthy, that's all that matters. Okay. Are you ready for the controversy? I'm bringing some controversy. Health doesn't actually matter. (laughs) Told ya. So you can still accept your body, even if it's not healthy. Nobody owes the world health. Like while it's a great thing to strive for, and I personally want to be healthy, and I know that a lot of people do, and all the people I work with want to be healthy, it's also not a prerequisite for being worthy or for being happy with yourself. People who don't really care about their health don't deserve any less than other people. Like they don't deserve less rights. They don't deserve everyone else inputting their own opinions into how they should live their life. They aren't any less of a person. Like as long as they're not hurting anyone else, which accepting your body doesn't hurt anyone else, it's their own body. Like they can do with it whatever they please. If they don't care about being healthy, whatever. That's not my problem. That's not anyone else's problem except their own. They're still allowed to love and accept their body if that's what they choose. Just because it's not the choice that you would make, it doesn't mean you've got any right to dictate what someone else can or can't do, what they should or what they shouldn't do, anything like that. Now, I'm going to assume that, you know, you guys probably understand that and don't feel that way, but that is my message to anyone who does feel that way. (laughs) And so to reiterate, everyone deserves body acceptance, no exceptions, no ifs, no ands or buts. So if you're starting out on your body acceptance journey right now, and you want five strategies to build that body love for yourself, you can download my free how to stop feeling shit about your body mini series through the link in the show notes. I will pop it right there for you and you can get going. You can get started because like I said, and I know I just said it a million times, it's available to everyone. Body acceptance is available to everyone. You don't need to wait until you look a certain way or until you feel a certain way. You don't have to wait till you feel ready. Dive in, get out of your comfort zone. Just go for it because life starts when you take that first step. So take that first step, start learning to love and accept your body. And I promise you life will be so much better. I will see you in the next episode.